You are listening to the Forkman and Champ podcast. Make sure you sub now at iTunes, Spotify, and check them out on Facebook as well. Uh, g'day, 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 and welcome to Forkman and the Champ podcast, episode number 22. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good, man. I enjoyed my uh, little break on Monday. I think I only get, you only give me one day's leave a year. So uh, I enjoyed taking that one day off and now just back to the slog of uh, working on this podcast seven days a week. So uh, yeah, I feel nice and refreshed. How about yeah. yourself? Do you feel like a new man? I feel like uh, yeah, yeah, a, a boy in a man's body. Okay, okay, okay. I've got to make you go in there. Like, are you going to go a bit Michael Jackson on me? Or? No, come on. That's not come, on. come on. That's just inappropriate. No, 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 no. Okay. I love you. I love you, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I've been okay. Not too bad. No, been yeah. What have you been up to? Making birthday cards. I'm oh, yeah. To make a birthday card for Charlie. Hmm? Finally made one yesterday. No, I can't believe he's nine years old already, huh? Uh, no, don't do that to us. Do not do that to her. <laughs> if he were nine years old, that would make me in my mid thirties. So we won't do that. No. Oh man, you we will won't be one do day. that. Yeah, you can't outrun. Be... You can't outrun time forever, folk man. Time is on your heels, snapping away. I know. Bummer. 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 You have eternity ahead. Anyway, I'm folk man. He's the champ, and we're ready to rock. Rock and roll. Champ, I'm not too sure. Are you a fan of Channel 10 News? I am a huge Sandra Sully fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of, that's the only Channel 10 News anchor I can name. Um, what about Jennifer Clatt, the old one from oh, yeah? 7 who moved over, who does the news? No, I don't know. At 5pm. I, I don't watch Channel uh, 10 News that much, to be honest. I mainly get my news from uh, SBS World News Australia, just because I'm a, I'm a very worldly uh, well-traveled, uh, thought-provoking <laughs> young man. Uh, uh, are they are they the um, one who do the naked news? Where like they anchored it naked? No, that's not that's SBS. SBS doesn't do the naked news. You're thinking of the, who up did the naked news. You're thinking of the up late French uh, films that are in the naked. Um, I don't know who does the naked news. I'm pretty sure. With Maybe SBS. we could do that. Maybe we could do that for a Forkman news segment. It's Forkman presents the naked news, and you could do the, your Forkman's news, Big Brother news in the naked next next season. But YouTube made a sense of the video, and if we're if we're making money from the video the next year, they may be a little bit funny about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, no. Um, really, I just get my news like on Facebook or from YouTube for, for people I trust. I don't really watch Channel Ten that much. Now, you're probably asking why Channel 10 does or Channel, but I'm asking you whether you know Channel 10 news. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit strange. I mean, if I hadn't seen you send me the notes before, I would have been like, what's he going on about? Okay. So, uh, you, you, may, you, may, you may have heard that Network 10, they have made some cuts. Hmm? Right? And one of those cuts were among, among them were Melbourne weatherman Mike Larkin. The guy who did the weather for Channel Ten. Oh no, I know, I do know Mike. He, he's the. I mean, he's not the king. He's quite bad at dropping the uh, jokettes. His jokettes are pretty bad. Uh, yeah. And he's. I mean, I've seen him do a gaff or two. He's. He's all right. I. I used to like his. He. He would go do the weather live from the school, pre-corona yeah. days. Mm. 
and then unfortunately this pandemic had come and then we have another pandemic not only do we have the health pandemic side of things we mm. then had the financial side of the pandemic so yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix is going to be making cats but I have an offer I reckon I had this offer to Mike Larkins if he would like to continue doing weather he'd more than welcome to come on the Forkman and Champ podcast once a week and give it a weather update mm-hmm. I'm pretty Just, sure he gets a bit of work Mike Larkin doing a uh, training videos for stuff. I've seen him in a fair few first aid training videos and stuff and life-saving ones. It's just I, like running through the steps. It's, it's quite strange because I sit there and be like, I know this man, where's he from? And then it takes me about, you know, three or four videos in to realize that he's, uh, he's the weather guy from Channel 10. No, I'm pretty sure they are old training videos oh, and he doesn't do them anymore. Yeah, they never update them. No, maybe, so, he'll get, maybe he'll get back on it. So maybe maybe Mike can, or maybe he can be the third member of the Forkman and Champ podcast. The uh, we do have a third member. I think Simo's Simo's next in line to be third member. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, Mike Larkin's not jumping ahead of Simo, all right? No, we need someone to do the weather. Simo can't do the weather. Why not? He doesn't know anything about Why the weather. What, Simo. What, what podcast does the weather anyway? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> People listen to this in their own time. You know, people listen to It'll this be a revolution. week later. I don't need the weather from last week. It'll be a revolution. Oh, would you say a weatherlution or a revolution? A revolution. Uh, you should say weatherlution. Okay, revolution. It's a weatherlution, everyone. It's a revolution, everyone. Now, champ. Had a lot of emails come through. Actually, a lot of comments on the last video that I posted up on YouTube. And one person will live. Where's the champ? These two hosts suck. Who said that? Nobody said that. My D brother said it. He wanted to know where the tramp was. We also had an email. Hey, tuned into the show today for my favorite presenter, the tramp. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to hear him. Where is he? Yeah. Well, had he been was... fired? Well, yeah. Like I said, it was my uh, it was my one day one day off a year I get from the Forkman. No, I had a um, I had a uh, thing that I had to write for for uh, a job. So. It was, it's, it's one of those ones that kind of, I don't know, like, you know, it's, you know, when you have to write that big essay for school or uni yeah. and, and you just stare at it for hours and hours, not able to write a word. And then you progress so slowly on it. And then you kind of think you're going to get it done early and you keep pushing it back. It kind of happened like that. I kind of pushed it back and back and then I had to write it. It was 900 words. It wasn't that long, but it was pretty important. So I had to, it was, it had to be 900 good words. Nine-handed good words. And I believe when I called you after we had uploaded a show, you were out, You said you had 800 or 600 more to go? Yeah, about then, yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, once you have finished, I want to see it in my, on my deck, or in my inbox. Oh, yeah? I haven't received the um, essay yet. You said on your desk by Monday. No, I said by... By nine. Thursday. Oh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, well. Uh, and it's Thursday today. Because it's, cause it's, for, it's, cause it's government work, I need to see, you need to send me through your clearance, mate. So what's, what stage clearance are you? <laughs> I'm stage two clearance. Stage two clearance. Oh, well, you, this is stage <laughs> three and above, I'm afraid. Sorry, Forkman. 
Obama. <laughs> Obama, Obama, Obama. I, I might have to talk to Dan Andrews about this. Yeah, I talked to Dan Andrews. Send an email to ScoMo, Dan Andrews, and City Council, uh, uh, or just whatever council you live in, about uh, upping your clearance for government across the board. Um, okay. Hey, champ, are we going to move something around quickly? We're going to get... um. We were meant to be doing Champ's ice cream for food now, but they're going to do something out first because Mr. Simo had a question for us and he needs to go to the shop, so we're putting, adding, bumping him up. Doing his Ooh. daily shop visit. Yeah, we can't interrupt that. That's, that's the one chance to get out of the house a day. So Yeah. Move him on. Yeah. Here we go. I'm adding him in. See him up. See him up. See him 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 See Jumped in at the last minute. We pay, paid him five cents below the minimum wage. <laughs> it all we can afford. And so Simo jumped in and filled in for the champ. So Simo, you had a question to put to myself and the champ. What was your question? Um, I don't know if the champ will agree with this, but um, I was talking to Forkman on Monday night, champ. Mm-hmm. And I said to Forkman, wouldn't it be easier if I do Monday nights and you do Thursdays? Oh, is that a question, huh? Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Spread the load a bit. Or do you want to... Well, here's an idea. How about me and you do Mondays <laughs> and, and Forkman does Thursdays by himself? Ah, <laughs> uh, No, I can get around yeah. that. We'll share that. Right. So we'll make it... We'll make it so we do have a third. Yeah, I think that could work. <laughs> no, but then, but, but then I've suggested something else that can work. What about we give Simo a weekly spot on our show? He can come on mm-hmm. and do a segment on the show. Yeah, I get right. I mean, I'm happy with both those ideas. I reckon we go with the second idea. That because oh, yeah. that could promo stuff and money stuff. Oh, the promo and the money. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for uh, I'm happy for Simo to host Monday. So I guess maybe maybe this is a good one to sort out off air. Well, okay. But for we're gonna so for now we're gonna uh, because you. Why have don't we to, let the Why don't we let the listeners decide? I reckon he gets to he gets to earn his stripes. I think. I mean, I think he's bailed you out twice. I reckon put it to the listeners. I I reckon he gets to earn his stripes. So we'll give him one day a week. On the podcast, a segment. Okay. And then get, at, at and the end get, of that, then we should throw it to the listeners. Then. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always keen. I'm a big fan. I've listened to I listened to him on yeah. Friends, and I listened to him on uh, Monday as well. I think Simo's a pretty good fit. Uh, if doing that one spot, I'd, I think I've talked to a few of the other listeners, and they'd like to hear more of Simo as well. Yeah. Or maybe in a month's time, we can we can add a third wheel to the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm under the condition that I, I think it should be Simo, the front, Simo, Forkman, and the champ, rather than Forkman, the champ, and Simo. 
Forkman. Oh, you got to be at the front. Oh, you can't be in the middle. Oh, boo. You're in the middle, mate. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, put yeah. It, we'll put it to the listeners what order they want the name. <laughs> uh, Let democracy show itself. Deb, I believe you have to go to the shop now The because the only time you're allowed out of your house is to go to the shop. So we'll let you go. Thank you for joining us, Simo. Just a quick thing, Simo. If you go to the shop and you're buying ice cream, may I recommend... Uh, uh, this, uh, what, was the, what was the good one I had the other day? Hershey's Cookies and Cream. It's a good one. Is that the vegan Ooh. one? Or the no, lactose? The, the lactose? The vegan one. The they're a bit spenny, but they're quite nice. If you're looking for one that's kind of uh, not as, as spenny... Uh, remember the, the one with no dairy, Remember? Oh, yeah, the one with no dairy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, but you can't forget his dairy intolerant. So I forgot your lactose intolerant, yeah. Um, I had a few good uh, dairy-free ones. There's uh, Panna. They're kind of... They're a bit expensive, though, is the problem, like all dairy-free stuff. Panna and Ben & Jerry's, whichever one's on special, you can get them for... I think I got them pretty cheap. It was like six bucks for a thing. It wasn't that cheap, but... It's cheaper than normal. It was like half price, but wherever you go, there's, there's a few... All I'm trying to say is a few good dairy-free ice creams on special sometimes. Yeah, I... I- I don't have to go to the shop right now. I can go after this. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Sam. I love to hear from you, mate. Always good to hear from you, mate. Enjoy your day. You too. Cool. So now, champ, champ, champ. That was interesting, wasn't it? Trying to take your job. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's all right. I mean, like I, like I said, you only give me one day off a year, so to split the load would be pretty good. I mean, I get one day off a year, he gets paid five cents a day. I think me and Simo should probably form a union, maybe, if he gets a job on this podcast. Hey, I pay you yeah, you're more. A pretty, you're a pretty dicey boss, I think, Forkman. I pay you more. I pay you more. <laughs> Actually, I gave you four years off. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. What's that? I'll, I'll cop that. <laughs> I gave you four years off. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, we were going to the people's favorite segment. Mm-hmm. The one that hey, I had some odd ladies in the shop the other day. Oh, yeah? And they were talking about this. I kid you not. They were talking about Champ's ice cream review. Well, like, oh, did you hear what ice cream the Champ had? <laughs> no, no, Betty, I didn't. Man, you better listen to the podcast. We better better listen this week. Was it? They were our two long-term listeners. The, our oldest listeners, Betty and Beryl, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Betty White. Wonder what ice cream the champ had this week. Will it be ten or will it be zero? Wonder what ice cream the champ had this week. Yeah, what ice cream did the champ have this week? Yeah, that's a question. And everyone's mind. What were the ice cream that the champ had during this week? 
Well, this is a good one. And I think it could probably be part of uh, Cooking with the Champ as well. Do you want to play? Can we play that theme now as well? Because we'll roll it into one big segment. So we can roll it into one big segment. Roll okay. it in. Because I did a bit of fun experimenting with ice cream. Not like a like a scientific experiment, just a... So give me a moment. Yeah, I need to get that theme up. Trying to recreate a precious childhood. Awesome. Yeah, so some people would probably say that combining these two segments together would be revolutionary. Other people probably say it's just lazy. I would probably say yes to both those assumptions. I'm thinking, don't, don't tell me, can I have a guess what you did? Yeah, have a guess. If it involves cooking and ice cream, did you try making your own deep fried ice cream? No, it wasn't actually. It was a little bit, it was a little bit different to that. Um, and if you'll let me explain, I will tell you. You're telling so, like Dan Andrews did the other day. What? You're telling like Dan Andrews did the other day in a meeting that would broadcast live. Oh, really? If, yeah, like, well, if you let me explain, I will yeah. tell you. Well, let me explain, Forkman, and I will tell you. Please just let me explain. Um, so what I did was I was trying to recreate a precious childhood memory that was from so long ago it almost feels like a dream from another life. Um, I made homemade choc tops, like just like my mama make when I was a kid. Um, so it's pretty easy. I didn't do it as well as my mum. There's a few things um, I could have done better. I... I will, it's pretty simple. So it's a pretty good one to do at home because what I did was because the Melbourne International Film Festival is in town, I thought it'd be nice if uh, you kind of do a film festival at home. Uh, so I bought a few films and I made some, made some choc tops, got some microwave popcorn and some snacks. Um, and yeah, with the choc tops, it was kind of what you do is you get cooking chocolate, you uh, melt it in a bowl. Now, what I didn't do, which is what I should have done, is added cream into the mix to kind of make it smoother. Because with the cooking chocolate, it kind of gets a bit gluggy and doesn't really run and cover the cone. Um, the ice cream I had in the cone was also uh, a dairy-free Ben & Jerry's double fudge chocolate one. So that was probably also a mistake because it was uh, extra, it was chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. So. It would be good if you really love chocolate and I put a little Malteser on the top as well to kind of make it look a bit schmancy. Um, so overall, it's pretty easy to get. What you just do is you need uh, ice cream cones, ice cream, cooking chocolate, and maybe a little bit of cream if you're trying to kind of get it to run a bit smoother. Um, and yeah, just scoop it into the cone. Uh, and I cut, I cut the box that the cones came into a little holder so they could hold themselves up in the fridge. And then... Yeah, what you do is you just put it put it in the cone and then uh, stick the end of the, the ice cream into the bowl and kind of roll it so it gets properly coated and then maybe scoop some and smear it around the edges and then put maybe something like an M&M or a Maltese on top to make it look a bit fancy and then just stick them in the fridge, let the chocolate cool. You can do it with ice magic. It doesn't work quite as well and it doesn't taste quite as quite as nice as using cooking chocolate, but... I think I'll probably experiment with it a bit more, especially if we're in lockdown more, if I'm doing more movie nights. Um, but it's just a kind of good way to elevate that movie night. And um, 
you know, just got to kind of effort and, you know, make it seem like you're more kind of break off a thing of just sitting on couch watching Netflix. It kind of feels a bit more like it's more of an occasion. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was my recipe. The ice cream itself in the cone was, you know, pretty good. Um, so this is for this. I'm actually reviewing my own ice cream now. It's called uh, the champ, the champs chocolate choc, chippity chocolate top. I didn't call it a choc knob. Cho- okay, you can call it the ch- choc. I mean, if you want, uh, I don't. <laughs> okay, um, listen. So it was probably pretty good. I think the ice cream in itself was probably maybe a six and a half out of ten. I found it kind of a bit too chocolatey um and especially because i I was coming off the hershey's cookies and cream chocolate was i think was a bit better so that kind of hurt it a bit uh the chocolate covering on the top was probably not the best it wasn't very smooth and spread out uh it was kind of a good flavor to it though um so i probably have to give it a pretty i I think i give the ice cream six and a half i'll probably have to give the thing probably maybe the chocolate coating maybe six and a half as well. Um, the Malteser on the top made it a bit fancier, so I'll give it an extra point to get it to seven and a half. But because I made it and I had a good time watching the movies, I'm going to bring Amber, uh, the Champs Chickity Chock Chock Chop Top to nine and a half ice creams out of ten. In fact, I'll give it a bonus point. It's ten and a half ice creams out of ten. That's it, everybody. The best ice cream that's ever been made was made by me. So and what did the name again? Is anybody the... surprised? It's the Champs Chickity Chockity Chippity Chock Top. Or uh, what's it, the other name it's known by that I dare not utter is? The Chuck Knob. The Chuck Knob. Uh, yeah, so 10.5 ice creams out of 10. Is it, is, it, is it a surprise that the Champs created the best ice cream of all time? Probably not. The viewers at home were probably waiting for it to happen. So the prophecy has been fulfilled. The greatest ice cream has been invented. No, no worries, people. <laughs> hey, they had a they had a phone call from Macca's they said give them their royalties, and now. Oh yeah, and also if anybody, if any ice cream company wants to uh, buy the rights to that ice cream or pay me to say their ice cream's better, just get in contact, and I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! Hey, champ, you, you may may know or people may remember. I, I usually give a random fact or a random fact. A mm, factoid, a fun fact. Yeah. But I decided this week I'm going to, I couldn't pick between the two. So I decided to give two random facts. Mm. So here we go. It's time for man. Yeah, and I did. That's a fantastic intro, by the way. I'm a big fan. I know. I know. How good would that saxophone? You've made some really fantastic theme tunes on this. How good was that sax playing? Good. It was good. I was really like, yeah, I was, I really That, that was you on the sax, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was me on the sax. That's why I'm complimenting it, yeah. <laughs> I'm epic sax guy from the saxophone uh, Eurovision video. So now, our random facts this week are from Home Soil, Australian random facts. 
Oh, yeah? Shoot. Did you know there are three times as many sheep than people living in Australia? I don't know there's that much many more. I know New Zealand and, and Wales are pretty bad for it. I think the strange thing in New Zealand is I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they call us sheep shaggers in New Zealand and we call them sheep shaggers. Yeah. I don't know. I think people in England call people in Wales sheep shaggers as well. It's one of those things where uh, people just throw that around if you've got a lot of sheep around, I guess. Yeah. I, I learned that one this afternoon, the um, three times as many sheep than people living in Australia. I never knew that. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I feel sorry for the guy who worked it out. He must have fallen asleep a couple of times trying to count to count to 60 million sheep. Yeah. Oh, mate, how do you reckon they find this out? Do you think they'd like to, you know how every couple of years they do a... Um, Census? Yeah, do you reckon they do that for sheep? Uh, no, I think they would have used satellite imaging. To count the sheep because they're all. But how, how how do you know it is sheep? Oh, he's a satellite with Zoom. No, I think I think farmers probably report how many sheep they have. They're probably like I imagine if you have livestock, you'd have some kind of insurance on your livestock, and because it's just I mean it's pretty much a business. So there'd be there'd be the data would be available. It would just be a matter of going thing of going through different ways to collect it. So I think farmers would pretty probably self-report a lot of their. Um, flock now also what is one thing that we all need to live ice cream no air air correct correct now where in the world do you think the cleanest air would be um the side of a vacuum cleaner past the filter it's, the filters caught all the bad stuff no um, in like a bubble in a soda water bottle. No, are you ready for this? Did it gonna uh, sock you? Like it's the desert. No, did did it actually a real sock to me? So the Aussie state of Tasmania has the world's cleanest air. Yeah, that's not too surprising. I thought it'd be somewhere like um. I guess yeah. I mean, I guess they've got a lot of um. Eucalypt and rainforest, but and and they don't have many or any. They do don't do any manufacturing over there. Yeah, that's true. In Tasmania, so people, if you're looking for a new new life, some fresh air, mm. so you can breathe properly, head down to Tasmania. I don't know where I'm going once lockdown is finished. Going to Tasmania. You, have we been sponsored by the Tasmanian Tourism Board or something? <laughs> no, we have not. But Start a new life in Tasmania. The Apple Final. I think we should all go and live in Tasmania. Take this show down to Tasmania. Tasmania is a beautiful place. I think Hobart's a very nice town. It reminds me, uh, I think a lot of people, it uh, sounds like I'll be taking the piss, but like a lot of Hobart CBD kind of reminds me a bit of Melbourne. I think there's a fair bit of culture, especially down near the Salamanca market and You've got some great galleries down there. You've got the Mona. You've got the Dark Mofo Festival. Um, Mount Wellington, particularly in winter when it's snowing, is really nice. Just kind of sitting under there on a clear day, looking that like having that mountain overlook the whole city. Um, you've obviously got some lovely tracts of untouched wilderness all around Tasmania. I think um, 
I think, yeah, I think Tasmania is a really good place and um, I'd really have liked to spend more time there. Um, it's one of those things now that I can't go there, I always say I should go there. Now that I can't, I'm like, oh, I'm going to make an effort to once this is done, I think. Yeah. Um, I, do you know what? I reckon you, you, me, Jen, should all go to Tasmania together. Yeah, we'll, okay. We'll grab a camper van and drive around Tassie. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Or camper van. Yeah, that sounds cool. But I'll probably leave and go bushwalking for like... I might do the overland track as well. Oh, yeah. We'll take the ferry over. That could be fun. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it could be good. You and me bunkered up in the room together? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna bunk with me and not, and not your missile, all right? <laughs> Jen, Jen can be in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah. To make sure, sure the fork men in the chance they get up to no good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think she'll be needed to stop that talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's faking me. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Oh uh, my god. Nah, we, will nah. not, we will not defile the great state of Tasmania like that, talk, man. <laughs> oh, no, moving on. Now, okay, moving right along. You you drive a car, yeah? E- yes. Now, I would take it you have broken down a couple times. Uh, uh not particularly uh i guess my my parents car my mum used to have a real old car when we were growing up like 20 years old for oh, 15 16 17 years old 20 years old by i think it was 23 years old by the end of it so that used to break down a fair bit but my car's relatively new so it hasn't broken down i got a dead battery in in a car not too long ago uh that was on that was on bell street so that wasn't very good well do why I'm bringing it up? Where I've been thinking, where would be the worst place to like break down? Um, well, you see, good ones. If you ever go, I mean, moving from a state to a territory now, if you go up <clears throat> to New South Wales, uh, oh, not New South Wales, sorry, Northern Territory, uh, which is a beautiful place as well. Um, if you see, you can see they've readjusted the the main highway through this, uh, the Stuart Highway. So if you go through there. Um, you can see off about like 20 meters to the side in some places that there's just, um, there's a whole heap of old cars from like the, um, from like the, uh, give me, sorry, give me one second, Forkman. I'm just getting a phone call. Oh, good. Give me... Sorry about that, guys. Um, oh, and champ, that would interrupt him, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So as I was talking, we're talking about breaking yeah. down and, um, the champ that got a call about his best it's mate. Not- Break down in the middle of the desert. in the middle of the desert. Uh, his car didn't break down. He just had an emotional breakdown. Um, oh, poor guy. Is he okay? Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He'll get through. We gave him some sage words um, and told him everything will be all right. And he's he'll he'll pull it together till he gets home. And uh, once he gets home, we'll be able to look after him. Um, and he'll he'll be home soon. Yeah, in a couple minutes. I he'll believe. Be home. He'll be home very soon. He'll be walking through that door in a couple minutes. That big door. It's be like thank. We'll get him with a thank God you're here scenario. But um, <laughs> yeah. So what I was saying is, in the desert uh, up there, you got you see heaps of cars that are just abandoned because they're too expensive. It's too expensive to tow them, so people just ditched them, took their stuff, and hitchhiked home and just left their car there. Wow. Um. But yeah. So it's kind of funny you go up northern territory like up near yeah it's it's cool it's kind of because they're, they're all really old cars from like the 60s and stuff so you see like volkswagen beetles and some some cool looking cars that are just uh 
and then they're not as deteriorated as they should be because you know there's there's not much rain and stuff so it's it's kind of it's kind of groovy as they would say in the 60s yeah i i, I would i would even say the worst place to break down would be say on a boat or something like in the middle of the um ocean on a uh, have your car break down on a boat on a ferry like yeah and when you get to the other end the car won't start i'm like the oh, ferry yeah. had a time that it had to get going to no, to what about the... what about on one of those uh moving bridges oh say, yeah that would be that'd be bad oh can you imagine that you're like right in the middle and then a very thing oh, oh yeah passing oh. goes oh, down <laughs> huh this drive-thru would be bad yeah makers could you imagine all the people oh, on their horns mate. on the horns mate kfc drive-thru probably not mm-hmm. as bad no, I reckon KFC would be worse. Oh, yeah. Why, why would KFC be worse? Have you seen some of the people who go to KFC? Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> Red Rooster, I reckon, would be civil. Well, our Red Rooster would be fine, mate. There'd be nobody behind you in the drive-in. Take like that one, Red Rooster. Check, <laughs> <Check>, mate. <laughs> someone, someone would give you a put stars. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kind of Red Rooster or hippies. They're all kind. They're all people of Red Rooster. Take that sick burn back. You're all beautiful people down there at Red Rooster. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. We love the Red Rooster. Rooster. Maybe me and you should open a Red Rooster franchise in Tasmania. Maybe. Maybe we should. It could be good. Yeah. Open a Red Rooster in Bernie near the ferry. Right next door to Jackie Lambie's office. (laughs) Yeah. And have her her on the drive-thru. Have her on the drive-thru, mate. Get her as a guest show on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we work on the podcast from the office of the, the Red Rooster. Demo Forkman Champ and Jackie Lambie show. Live from Red Rooster, Bernie. <laughs> Live from Red Rooster. Anyway, moving right along, Joe. So now, Champ, the other day we ran a competition, but no one entered for the first time ever. Disappointing the viewers. Viewers, we put you know we put it all on the line for you. You can put it on the line for us. Just no, no, no one had done a Stephen Bradbury. Oh uh, no, <laughs> that's not good. Bradbury's an Aussie hero. Yeah, I was thinking about commenting, but I've never come from behind because I always lead from the front. Yeah, I, I put it. You, you, you would be one of the one who fell over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never. I've also yeah never fallen over. <laughs> I've never fallen in love. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> Too many times. Damn that. <laughs> any, any, so I thought anyway, we'll get we'll get Penne on. Yeah, get Penne on. Let's get Penne on. Because I don't, I don't heard a rumour. Apparently you are paid to do meditating. Oh, so essentially in my in my spare time, I'm on a I'm on like this survey site and there's one from Melbourne Uni. And I, I like clicked that I would do it. So basically for the next 10 days, I send a message to my phone and I have to do like some meditation for three minutes and they're going to pay me $150 um, <laughs> plus bonuses, depending on how many times, like if they text me, I don't have to do it. But the more that I, the more I do, the more I'll get paid. So essentially I'm just getting paid to meditate a couple times a day. Take it, can they text you any time of the day or night? Uh, between 9am and 9pm for a maximum of 10 times per day. Okay, I would like to, could they like, say, text you 
at like midnight and you had to get like get out of bed and like <laughs> no it's not that bad but at 9am is pretty early for me most mornings so i don't like getting up that early or you be on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've you don't have to do it straight away you've got about 40 minutes before you um you have to do it but but some people are in the toilet or the shower or something. But some people are on the toilet for forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. For me, Read, reading the newspaper. <laughs> I'm reading the Woman's Weekly in there. Oh, <laughs> I like what you read. <laughs> I, 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 I read porn <laughs> on the toilet. Oh, this is the Thursday. I thought this. I thought we only talked about that stuff on the Thursday segment. Today is Thursday. Is it? <laughs> you dummy. Uh, uh, I handball you back to the champ. Awesome. Thank you Thanks for joining. Talk, fork man. Oh, by the way, how how is your stubby holder going? It's going great. It's going great. Oh, yeah, also, like, why are you using this stubby holder then? He's using a different stubby holder that. Is that a is that a um is that a Lincoln Lewis stubby holder? <laughs> yeah, he's using a Lincoln Lewis stubby holder. No, it's he's been bed- listening to other podcasts. My stu- my stubby holder's in my bedroom, and my girlfriend's working from home in there, so I can't go in there. Okay, as long as long as you're not using a um Lincoln Lewis podcast. Yeah. Stub- he's trying to say it's a stubby holder for the whole family. <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. Say, <laughs> Jam. Where can people find Forkman and the Champ other than in our homes, in our bedrooms? In our hearts. In, in, uh, in Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram. On Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. Oh, I love that. There's a Forkman and the Champ. This is a different design one. You that can find us original... on, on Stubby Holders. Yeah, that is the original Stubby Holder. That's, that's the original uh, cover photo of Stubby Holder. For all those watching on YouTube, it's uh, quite a beautiful design. This is my design of a Stubby Holder. Back in um, the day? But yeah, um, so you can find us here on our Stubby Holders. Um, on Facebook. Facebook, on, on, uh, on the internet in general. Just look on... up, if you look up Forkman on the Champ and Google, we come up. And that's links to our Facebook, uh, Instagram uh patreon which we're not really using anymore uh the website forkmanofthechamp.com but if you but if you want to get on the patreon and become our third ever patreon you can mm-hmm. yeah yeah and there's also our forkman in the champ podcast at gmail.com correct and forkman in the champ dot com also about your day if you happen to spare the coins lying around in your cardy please if you've got coins on your card yeah or money on your card, please feel free to um, donate to the podcast. Feel free. To, to pay the bills. Pay, the, pay for the stubby holders that we keep having to make. Pay, pay for the debts. Pay the debts. Pay the toll. Pay the tolls that we have. Or to, to make us sound better. This studio, this studio is costing me $100 a week to rent, so... I'm, get, I'm getting a, I'm getting a sign, so that's the, I'll pay for the sign too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, other than that, if you can't do that, just if you can't afford to, just keep listening because we're glad to have you uh, on board for the board. Uh, ride. And we love you. We love you, and we love each other. Do you have any shout-outs? 
Yeah, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Simo. Uh, just big thanks for covering for me last week. Uh, so on Monday, um, I look forward to his weekly segment and uh, see and seeing if he'll become the third wheel or if he'll replace me or we'll see. I mean, we'll watch this space. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, big shout, big shout out to uh, Simo for helping out the podcast and being a good friend to the podcast. And I'd like to give a shout out to all the doctors and nurses working tirelessly, tirelessly around the clock, mm. protecting us Victorians from the hot horror B virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all and for this to, week. Until next time, I've been for actually we forgot to announce today's competition. Oh, what is today's competition? Was it worst place we've broken down? Where I've been thinking, where yeah, where the worst place to be broken down? Yeah. Or okay, we're gonna do two so they can. I have a talent. Worst place to broken down, or how how long do you spend on the toilet? Yep. All right, that's a good one. Uh, Until next time, I've been Forkman. I've been the champ. Ciao for now, forever. And remember to wash your hands with soap, water, and hand sanitizer. Thank you for downloading the Forkman and Champ podcast. For more Forkman and the Champ, head to forkmanandthechamp.com or find us on Facebook and give it a like. Just look for Forkman and the Champ.